0: In Christ we come together to offer to Almighty God our worship and praise and Thanksgiving to confess our sins and to receive God's forgiveness to hear his holy word proclaimed to bring before him our needs and the needs of the world and to pray that in the power of his spirit we may serve him and know the greatness of his love. Let us confess our sins to God our Father. Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy on you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open our lips. And our eyes shall your grace. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The Lord's
1: name
2: reading, we hear that the faithful remnant pledged to walk in the name of the Lord forever and ever. They are the heralds of the future peace. The Old Testament reading is from Micah chapter 4, beginning at verse 3. He shall judge between many peoples and shall arbitrate between strong nations far away. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning-hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more, but they shall all sit under their own vines and under their own fig trees, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all the peoples walk, each in the name of its God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. Thanks be to God for this reading from his word.
3: strange paradoxes we call the Beatitudes, Jesus teaches us who are the holy people in God's sight, the ones who will find his blessings as his kingdom comes. The New Testament reading is from Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven.
4: We stand to profess together our Christian faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. but deliver us from evil, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord. Grant us your salvation. O Lord, save the King. Let your ministers be clothed with righteousness. O Lord, save your people. Give peace in our time, O Lord. And you your from all the earth. O God, may clean our hearts within us. The with prayer appointed for this day. Almighty Father, whose will is to restore all things, in Your beloved Son, the King of all, govern the hearts and minds of those in authority, and bring the families of the nations divided and torn apart by the ravages of sin, to be subject to his just and gentle rule, who is alive and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us in all the sorts of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your protection May not fear the power of any adversaries through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in whom we live and move and have our being, we humbly pray that your Holy Spirit may so guide and govern us that in all the cares and occupations of our daily life we may never forget your presence, but may remember that we are always walking in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. On this Remembrance Sunday, we remember with thankfulness and gratitude those who have made the supreme sacrifice. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we remember with thanksgiving those who have made the supreme sacrifice for us in time of war. We pray that the offering of their lives may not have been in vain. By your grace, enable us this day to dedicate ourselves and you to the cause of justice, freedom, and peace, and give us the wisdom and strength to build a better world for the honor and glory of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We pray for those who suffer on this Remembrance Sunday. God our Father, as on this day, we look back and remember with gratitude those who died in time of war. So also we look around and remember with compassion those who still suffer as the result of war, the bereaved, the lonely, the disabled, and the mentally ill. O God of love, comfort their hearts, uphold their faith, and give them peace for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. We pray for all members of the armed forces who serve today. Almighty God, In you alone we find safety and peace. We commend to your gracious keeping all the men and women in our armed forces who face danger and put their lives at risk so that others might live in safety. Defend them day by day by your heavenly power and help them to know that they can never pass beyond the reach of your care. Keep alive in them and in us your vision of that peace, which alone we must seek and serve. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I invite the congregation to stand. We meet in the presence of God we commit ourselves to work in penitence and faith for reconciliation between nations that all people may together live in freedom justice and peace we pray for all who in bereavement disability and pain continue to suffer the consequences of fighting and terror We remember with thanksgiving and sorrow those whose lives in world wars and conflicts, past and present, have been given and taken away. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds to toil and not to seek for rest, to labor and not to seek for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. Amen. Amen. St. Columbus' wartime roll of honor, inscribed on the front two pillars of the nave, reads as follows. The First World War. John Burke, Arthur Denman Dean, Thomas Brignall Elliott, Henry Hurst Houghton, Ian Campbell McCormack, Harold McCormack, Robert B. Nelson, William Nelson, John Purvis, Adam Rogers. William Hubert Unsworth, Gilbert Watson Webb. The Second World War, Alexander Spence Craig, Robert Aubrey Alexander Doherty, Morris David Green, James Carnegie Harris, A. R. Hill, Michael Christopher Hind, Hugh Graham Montgomery, Reginald Norman Morgan, Charles McConnell, Alexander Macfarland, J. H. Rice, Dilworth Norman Turner. In more recent times, Constable William Mark Evans was killed while serving with the RUC in Pomeroy on the 7th of September, 1981, and his name is displayed on a memorial glass case in the side chapel. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, Now the years condemn, at the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Ever-living God, we remember those whom you have gathered from the storm of war into the peace of your presence. May that same peace calm our fears, bring justice to all peoples, and establish harmony among nations. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there's hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we are pardoned, and in dying that we are born to eternal life, through our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Those words from the Beatitudes that we heard in our second reading are so significant for us as we gather here in St. Columbus on this Remembrance Sunday. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. On this day, we gather, wearing our poppies, to give thanks with gratitude for those who have made the supreme sacrifice for us, those who have given their all, given their lives for a better future. We come to pause, to remember, to give thanks. And here in this parish, We are deeply conscious of that supreme sacrifice made by our predecessors, whose names are inscribed on the wartime roll of honour on the nave pillars, and in more recent times we remember Constable Mark Evans, whose name is engraved on that beautiful cabinet over in the side chapel, known as the Memorial Chapel. We remember the cost and the price that this, our parish, has paid and has experienced and continues to share from our predecessors who made that supreme sacrifice. Just before this service started a parishioner said to me he was the person who went to the Evans home in 1981. He was on duty the day Mark was murdered and he had the responsibility. Of informing his family of his death. As he said to me before he had even knocked on the door, the family were aware of the news because, quite rightly, he went in uniform and knocked on the door. And we remember in a very poignant way all those in this parish on this day who made that supreme sacrifice. In a world of division, in a, war of, in a world of strife and challenge and difficulty, Remembrance Sunday in a very poignant and significant way, brings peoples and nations together, albeit for a few minutes, as congregations gather in churches, in cathedrals, at cenotaphs, in towns and cities across the world, at war memorials, all entering into an act of remembrance, similar to what we have just shared in here, in St. Columbus this morning. Differences are put to one side, and people come together, united, to pay their respects, to give thanks for those who have made that supreme sacrifice, and to pray for all those who today carry the scars of war, those who have that price to pay, a price for peace, a price for freedom, and a price for justice. And as we gather here in this very moving and emotional and yet dignified service, enriched by the powerful readings, the familiar prayers, the uplifting music, the beautiful displays of poppies across the church reminding us of those who have gone before, who gave their life for a better tomorrow. I have often had to rely on my grandparents throughout their earthly life to talk about and to share the horrors of war and their experiences growing up and living in war times. Equally, I have found strength from hearing the stories of our more senior parishioners in the midst of my pastoral ministry who have described in decades past and in more recent times of conflict how life was, how difficult it was, and how some have known personally the individuals named on the roll of honor and Mark Evans on the cabinet. And yet, a day does not go by In current times when the horrors of war are brought right back into our living rooms and all over our newspapers as we hear day and daily of those who are still making the supreme sacrifice giving there today that we might have a better tomorrow we think of the situation and the war in Ukraine. We think of the conflict and the strife in Gaza and Israel. And we think of those nations where there is strife and division as we gather in peace and safety and tranquility in this, our parish church. We've seen, all of us, of how families have gathered at railway stations, and family members have seen members of their families fleeing their countries for safety as refugees, while others remain at home to fight. And we have seen and we've heard throughout these past few days leading up to Remembrance Sunday the anguish, the stress and the anxiety that those families are living under day and daily as beloved and much-loved family members are serving their country in such difficult and volatile circumstances. And quite rightly, we remembered all of them. In our prayers at this service. And yet, our reading brings us back to our focus on this day. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. We are called to be peacemakers, we are called to take life more seriously. And we are called to give dignity to the precious gift of life that has been given to us and to our neighbours. And we are called to work and live with, in peaceful ways, with our neighbours. And that is such a significant aspect of this service as we reflect on the situation the world over on this day. And we rightly pray for peace. And yet, as people of faith, we are disciples of Christ. And what about our words? What about my words? What about our actions? What about my actions? How do they measure up to Christ's words and actions? Where throughout his life, work and ministry, he demonstrated a love for God and a love for neighbour. And we are called to be peacemakers. St. Teresa of Avaria put it so well when she said so, so directly, Christ has no body now on earth but ours. And that raises the significance of our Christian discipleship. What can we do, starting with ourselves, starting with the way we fashion our own lives and go about our own lives and work before even beginning to pray for those in positions of government and leadership and responsibility for peace and for justice. We need to start with ourselves. As the successors of those who have gone before us in this parish and in all parishes and communities and all those who have made that supreme sacrifice. May God give to you and to me the strength to reflect before we speak, to reflect before we do, ensuring that our words and our actions demonstrate a great sense of thankfulness and gratitude for those who have made the supreme sacrifice. And we, today, endeavour to ensure that peace can reign and that light will prevail over darkness that hope will prevail over despair. On this Remembrance Sunday, may we put that into action, starting with ourselves. Blessed be the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And now to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be ascribed is most justly due, or might, majesty, glory, dominion, and power, henceforth and forevermore. Amen. and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all things come from you and of your own we give you. We join together in the act of commitment as we recommit ourselves to peace. O God, our Heavenly Father, Look mercifully upon the unrest in our world and draw all people to yourself and one another in the sheer bond of peace. We give you ready thanks for the memory of all those men and women who laid down their lives in the service of their country. As we hallow their memory, we bless you for their courage and devotion even unto death. In your mercy, send your peace into the hearts of all people through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God grant to the living grace, to the departed rest, to the church, the king, the commonwealth, and all people unity, peace, and concord and to us and all God's servants life everlasting and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always Amen